This episode of The A-Team is brought to you by FaceToFaceGames.com, Canada's number one source for Magic the Gathering card singles. When I hear stories, it's kind of funny to me because, you know, I think I'm terrible at Legacy, so when I beat someone, I just, like, imagine that guy, like, raging, like, man, I just lost that Asian donkey, just like... (laughs) 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 Nice turn to Gristlebrand, luck sack. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60Cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic-playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal pound-me-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them... Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. I don't know about you guys, or I'm just mind tricking myself constantly. <laughs> Jay Boosh. They're of a different culture, KYT. They prefer their magic untainted by the internet. Scotty. Then you just pull the fucking Mind Slaver and you just dome them with their own dude. That's entertainment. And Medina. I'm on camera and I'm like, oh man, don't blink. Act like you meant to do this. (laughs) (laughs) And now, the A-Team. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 92 of the A-Team podcast. This is KYT, as always, with Scott, Jonathan, and Jay. How's it going, fellas? Pretty sweet, thank you. Where is the bank? It's going all right. <laughs> um, did you guys miss me? Probably not. Yeah, probably <laughs> you, not. You were gone. What? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys, and I never know when Jay does the, his impression of me. I, I never know if it's actually how I sound like because. <laughs> Hey everyone! Like, <laughs> hey everyone! Hey everyone! Hey everyone! I actually hope I don't actually sound like that, but I guess I do. So, uh, <laughs> um, but I guess I do. I guess I do. <laughs> okay, move along. <laughs> Let's just copy everything KYT says for the rest of the episode. Good it's show. It's not going to be much, but yeah, it- good show. <laughs> good show. <laughs> But no, he's just not talking. And <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a butthole man. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't want to be a butthole man. Sorry, so Mom. listen to uh, last episode. Um, as uh, David Mantle was driving me and Alex to the uh, Atlanta airport. And I thought you guys did a really good job. Uh, and Jeremy was uh, better than I, I expected. Usually when we randomly uh, put guests on, you know, I have a fear that they don't mesh with the A-team chemistry, but I thought Jeremy was really good. Yeah, it wasn't so bad. What I find is that people that listen to our show or have been on before that know what to expect and sort of how it's all going to flow tend to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Um, so congratulations to him again, and uh, thank you for basically filling in for me. Um, so I guess I'll start things off with uh, this last weekend. I was in Atlanta. Um, don't know exactly why I was there um, because I don't play Legacy at all. But decided to 
show up to support my team and to meet David Mantle for the first time. Um, he's my lead editor, so I thought, you know, I owe it to him to at least meet with him in real life. And uh, Because meeting with you is, like, the best thing ever. <laughs> you, you owe it to people. I owe it. <laughs> you, you owed it to him that he could at least... <laughs> Just be in your Bask presence. in the presence, yeah. Bask in the presence of KYT for I a agree short with that. bit of time. I agree with KYT's assessment yeah. of David Mantle's life. So, go, go on, now that you've fulfilled David Mantle's life dream, go on with the story. In two weeks, I owe it to you, Medina, to meet you in Columbus. I, <laughs> I think that's accurate. I don't know about that. I owe it to KYT. Oh, oh, nobody cares about you anymore. Him FNM being such zero. a big fan, all right. Him being such a big fan, I owe it to him to just show up and meet him and let him, you know, kiss my shoe and stuff like that. <laughs> so, anyways, we left um, on, on the Thursday uh, night, and I posted a Facebook message and tweeted and even mentioned uh, in many places about the deck that. I was going to play due to my unfamiliarity with the format. I was going to play Hypergenesis, which uh, a lot of people warned me against. But, you know, Jerry, on <laughs> two episodes ago, said it was you know, a very fine choice. Um, so I just get the cards together. Frankie, uh, Richard was nice enough to lend me, like, the dual lands, most of the deck. I, I bought, like, extra stuff like the Emrakul Progenitus. Um, so I have the deck. I've yet to really play a game with it. I get on the bus, uh, meet with Alex, and, you know, I'm really happy I got the deck together. Usually, I'm scrambling for cards. The first thing Alex says as I'm getting on the bus, he he pats me on the shoulder, you're not playing Hypergenesis. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Alex, I was hoping that you would just tell me what to tweak, not to throw the entire deck out the garbage. He's like, you're playing Stoneblood, KYT. I'm like, what? I didn't bring any of my Stoneblade cards. But Alex had a binder with, like, Tundras and everything, and I was like, okay, we're, we're just we're going to test the game. Like, test it. let me test the deck a few times. Um, so as we're flying on Thursday on, on the plane, I started gold fishing with it, and I realized that I couldn't, out of, like, 20 hands, I couldn't keep 18 of them. Um, Ugh. And I don't know if you guys have ever played with the deck, John, Scott. Or seen it in action. I'm assuming Jay has not touched Legacy. That's what I'm saying. Correct. Correct assumption. <laughs> um, yeah, I. You're playing. You're talking about Blue White Stoneblade, right? Oh no, I meant Hypergenesis. Oh, Hypergenesis. Yeah. Oh yeah, that deck is garbage, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, yeah, that deck is not. It's not a deck that I would play for sure. And. Uh, I've never drawn a hand with it. I thought you were talking about Stoneblade. I was going to have a bunch to say, but now I don't. <laughs> like, conceivably, with Hypergenesis, though, you only need, like, five cards to win, right? Right. Right. <laughs> Which is so, you only need all your cards. Well, no, because, like, so many... Well, I'm just saying, like, I, I understand it mulligans badly. Yes. Mm. I understand that. All I'm trying to say is that there's so many cards that are just, like, backups of each other, you know? You only need, like, some combination of five of the cards to win. But if you're mulliganing past that, that's probably bad. It's just the, the, the five that you need are... So you need... Usually you probably need a land, two guides, 
a cascade spell, a fatty, and that's five yep. cards. And then sometimes you need force backups, you need force and a blue card. And, uh, I guess it's that, yeah. And, you know, it's... If you don't have one of... Sometimes you just don't have the fatty, sometimes you just don't have the cascade spell, and you have, like, the perfect guides, and you want to rip one. And it, it comes down to actually... Um, after goal fishing 20 games and, and then testing uh, an eight-game set with Alex, what I decided to do was just, like, keep, you know, you just can't afford to mulligan. And I was actually able to beat him six <laughs> two against his rug deck just because I was ripping, like, a monster. Um, the exact card, I need, oh, I need a fatty, I rip it off the top, and uh, I get there. Um, and I listened to our show again. I think uh, Jerry recommended Memorial. I think me and Alex felt we actually like Wanderer better because there were some games where it was like Memorial was the only card in our hand. And if it was like any fat dude, I would win the game. So um, something to consider for people who really want to play that deck. I mean, I thought Affinity was training wheels, but that's like being driven by like a cab driver. Basically that, that, deck it's like autopilot at its at its max so mm. that deck to anyone but uh, as alex says friends don't let friends play hypergenesis <laughs> <laughs> so jerry's not our friend hmm. <laughs> okay well kyt says so it's fearless so leader it's it's weird because uh because yeah jerry was totally against wonder he's like todd's an idiot and well todd probably's an idiot <laughs> <laughs> I do wonder why, because in Caitlin's article, the one reason she defended Memorial was the fact that it made combat math easier for her, right? Because it gave vigilance. So, and if that's the only reason, then there shouldn't, like, I would need to hear Jerry's, like, real reasoning about why Memorial's better, right? Because Wanderer is, like, a fatty. It's a blue card that can discard to force or misdirection. It's a decent clock also. It has seven power, so... I don't know. I would need to to know like the argument against uh, Wanderer. <laughs> so go Todd, I guess in this case. But uh, you can feel free to let your girlfriend play. <laughs> I'm gonna say this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jerry. <laughs> um, so he put me, me off that. I mean, and I was play testing with Reanimator, and I did have the shell with me. So ultimately. I did really well with it on day one. So I do want to quickly talk about the day two thing that they did, Yo did. Uh, this time around for GP Atlanta, what they did decide to do for day two is um, you sign up registration. You could put 12 characters, put those 12 characters on a day two t-shirt that you get if you obviously made day two. So I thought that was pretty neat. One of my team members, Dan Lantier, really wanted playmats instead and thought the t-shirt idea was, you know, very terrible. But I thought it was pretty cool. What do you guys think? Is that why all those, like, Twitter people had their Twitter names? Um, I think a lot of people had their Twitter names. Owen put GP Champ on his. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did he get there, by the way? <laughs> no. Nope. <laughs> nice t-shirt, bro. Whoa. Hey, I know, I know Owen's your bro. I know you guys are like all have a bromance going on, but hey, that's what get, that's what happens when you talk smack, man. You get smacked down. Boom. Bang. 
Thanks. <laughs> so, so KYT, um, explain to us how you went eight and one. Okay. So on day one, because that's like absurd, right? Like that—that's some of the best case of run goods you've like ever had. In a format that I like, clearly I've stated many times that I don't know really well. Um, and in a format that's considered the hardest format, constructed format, unless you're counting vintage, I guess. And so I was impressed with myself, but uh, keep in mind, I did have three buys from the trial. So I was really five and one on the day, but still better than I expected. Um, I think I had some decent matchups, uh, faced some Maverick, uh, which I was very comfortable against. Uh, got lucky against Rug once. Um, but before the tournament, everyone was panicking because all the pros, the news was that all the pros were on reanimator. And that Jerry, like the, when I walked in the venue, the first thing Jerry did when I saw him was he threw not of this world at me. Like he, th- like, do you have any of these? And then he throws like two copies of it. Play that. He mentioned that on our show, like this, yeah. that he was probably wanting to actually keep seeing. So, so it's interesting. He brought it up. Um, and, but, for us, my team, we just couldn't figure out, Alex and I couldn't figure out why it was actually good. Um, because we felt that the trouble was resolving Grizzlebrand in the first place, not protecting I'm fine protecting it, drawing seven, them swordsing him isn't like the end of the world. So um, I guess it protects against Caracas like one activation, but we just didn't re- weren't really convinced that it was that good. And I would never, I declined to play that card and I don't think I would even consider playing it in a next tournament um, because you also have to cut all your anime deads because they reduce you know the gristle brand's power to six so you can't use the out of this world anymore and mm. anime deads pretty good in the mirror and pretty good in general so there was a lot of reanimator but I didn't face a single one day one my only loss was to our <laughs> Uh, Pro Tour champion, and uh, <laughs> in round he just he just wouldn't give it to you. Eh? He, just, he he actually said he considered scooping to me like later uh, if it was later in the rounds and if top four it wasn't top four who made it he actually really wanted me to make Seattle. Yeah, uh, yeah. He just like thoroughly crushed me. I did steal a game. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of when he crushed me thoroughly last time we played Legacy. I'm getting better though. I gave him a run for his money. <laughs> He's really good. Um, I mean, come on, we're not gonna, you know, give him like free blowies on the show here. He's all right. Show blowies. <laughs> rug, rug. I beat one rug, uh, but I lost to Alex. It's just really hard to force a spell through uh, post cyborg, like I mentioned uh, previously uh, on our uh, episode with Jerry. It's rug is just a nightmare post board. Signing in way better cards than than you are, anyways. So, um, but day one, you know, that's I was really happy, and uh, my whole team got you know mana deprived written on the back of their t-shirts, and we actually took you know really nice photo. Day two is nothing to be proud of, but I'm happy in Legacy. I'm happy that I got day two. Maybe too happy. That. That's why I, I think that's good. Eight one on day one. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. I agree. I... Yeah, you were beating uh, Shaheen Sarani in uh, standings <laughs> after day one. That... And then uh, didn't he, like, 
put the nail in your coffin on day two? <laughs> he did put the nail in my coffin on day two. Uh, so day two was terrible. I thought the players I faced were actually um, naturally significantly stronger than I, no offense to people I played in day one, um, stronger. And I faced a lot more rug, I think, was four out of my six, it could have been three or four out of my six rounds were against Rug, which I mentioned was a rough matchup. And Stoneblade ended up being harder than I thought, especially uh, playing against Shaheen, who was on Stoneblade, where uh, both I really tried to go for it, but he did have the spell Pierce and Force uh, to stop a quick Bristlebrand. And then, like, Cleeks, he also played Cleeks, which, you know, destroys my hand as well. And I also played against uh, Esper Blade. So I, I didn't play that matchup in day one, but Stoneblade is it's pretty hard to beat. What spell? Would, would you say that uh, his hand was the Stoneblade against you? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> ah, you guys, come on, you're laughing. All, all the people are laughing. Nobody's oh laughing. Nobody's laughing. Their, that was their, terrible. Their coffee is just like coming through their nose right now onto their keyboard. Yeah, probably. You, you, you've mistaken you for me. <laughs> so yeah, it. Um, I, Shaheen, I think, also had kind of like teched his list out, knowing that Reanimator was going to be everywhere. So, like, I know he was running um, surgical extractions and stuff like that to to great effect, as I understand it. So yeah, that's rough, dude. He said he ran into Reanimator lots of it in day two and just kept losing to them until like he he faced me and crushed me. Um, <laughs> it, it was just him and Jesse Hatfield, the only two names that I sort of recognized playing against. And I, as we're shuffling against Shaheen, I'm like, I'm pretty sure if Scott knew about this. He's like having a giant orgasm somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, okay, so all this happens, you fucking have a disappointing as shit day two, um, mm-hmm. you fucking tank like a tanker, so what do you decide to do? You decide to go out? Nope. Party it up a little? Nope. Nope. And where, where's Mark's son in all this? Like, didn't he go to Atlanta too? <laughs> nope. I went 1-5 on day two, um, and Mark's son did, did go. He was, uh, did he driving go in. No, he did not day two. <laughs> the legacy superstar failed to day two, and uh, he was pretty tilted that he was losing to a bunch of quote retards. <laughs> and, uh, what what did he uh, choose to do to uh, alleviate this stress? <laughs> he got a bit buzzed, I think, uh, at near the end of day one. Um, Mark's son got fucking slammed. Who can blame him? By the way, like. You know what? You lose to donkeys all day? I want to get sauce, too. Yeah. <laughs> Slammer banner that shit. Fuck yeah. Until and- you realize that you're the donkey. <laughs> Markson. Just joking, Markson. I- I'm not calling you a donkey. I'm calling Scott a donkey. Aww. When, when I hear that. stories, it's kind of funny to me because, you know, I think I'm terrible at legacy, so when I beat somewhere i just like imagine that guy like raging like man i just lost that asian donkey just like <laughs> <laughs> nice turn to gristle brand luck sack <laughs> no respect <laughs> oh hey by the way let me just interrupt here so we could get off the topic of mark's end so he doesn't um just destroy me but uh but yeah speaking of donkeys okay so the reason In why my I'm country. Not- the reason I was on my phone 
uh, last week was because I was traveling through Vermont, right? And I was on my way to a wedding in Vermont. And uh, was it nice? I stopped. It, the wedding was awesome. Vermont is awesome. We'll talk more about that later. Um, back to donkeys. So I stopped at my old uh, stomping grounds where I st- first started playing Magic, right? And uh, I go in there, and it's a tournament night, and it's legacy tournament night. Okay? So I'm like, oh, great. Uh, legacy. I'll, I'll play some Legacy. I had my Bantblade deck, and uh, I uh, I uh, sat down to play. So it's everything is the same. Okay? All of these guys, the same guys are there, right? There's this one guy named Chris with a K, uh, because there was a bunch of Chris's. And... Um, <laughs> So we call okay, him Chris. Okay. We call we call him Chris with a K, and his deck since the beginning of time, since it was in standard, was Kavu Predator, and all the stuff that makes you gain life, like uh, like Invigorate and like all that stuff. You know what I mean? So uh, so I get there. This is like years later, and I'm like, oh, Chris with a K here is here, and I go. I said jokingly, he's probably playing Kavu Predator, and some guys like. Yeah, that's what he's playing. He just beat me with that. <laughs> so like nothing. What a nothing sweet is... format Legacy is. Oh yeah, well this is like this is Legacy of Vermont. So it's like there's no real decks, right? So everyone's playing the same stuff. There's this kid playing mono black. He's been playing mono black since I first started playing Magic, and his mono black deck is like four extra paints. Uh, his name's Neil. Shout out to Neil if you're listening. Uh, hi Neil. <laughs> so. uh so it's like four extra paints, four duress, uh, like like underworld dreams. Like these these decks <laughs> these decks are just insane, right? So I'm like, oh man, I'm thinking to myself, I'm just gonna roll all these donkeys. It's gonna be great. Like I've been driving, not driving, but in the car all day, and like I just can't wait to just roll these donkeys. It's gonna be awesome. So I take out my bant blade deck. It's all foiled out, you know, like all these Japanese cards. I'm like shuffling up. First guy I play is like just staring at me, right, while I'm shuffling, <laughs> and he's just sitting there, just staring, like right through his like bearded face, just like uh, right just, through like, his bearded yeah. face. And so, like, first turn he goes forest and passes the turn. I'm like forest. <laughs> I'm like, forest? No rogue elephants, bro? You know? <laughs> and, and so then, uh, so next turn, uh, well, I play, like, Noble Hierarch, obviously, and, uh, like, off a tropical island. And I'm like, yeah, I'm a baller, whatever. I pass the turn, and then he's like, Plains, Enchantress. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, crap. I'm like, the only real deck in the room, and I had to play <laughs> against it with my all-ground creature deck. Like, <laughs> I'm like, probably my luck, this guy has, like, been playing this stupid deck since the beginning of time. He probably has moats. He probably got them when they were $10 a piece. <laughs> I'm like, days. oh, man, this is the worst. <laughs> so, sure enough, he just rolls me on game one with, uh, <laughs> with just, like, by putting out a bunch of elephant grasses and then, like, then schooling me because he puts an elephant grass and I, like, do some timing thing and I try to hit him with my batter skull and he's like, tokens black and i'm like <laughs> oh i'm like damn it like not only do i not get to hit him with my batter skull but he just schooled me on magic like so he beats me game one game two i have like force of will spell pierce uh noble hierarch and you know a uh, freaking vendillion click right and i'm like oh yeah this guy's going down so game two i just roll because i have a force of will a spell pierce and a vendillion click and he just can't beat it like he starts 
ramping, but I'm just hitting him for five with the Vidalian click because I have two exalted creatures. And I'm just like, oh, I actually just don't have to do anything. I just keep hitting him with his Vendillion click, and he can play all the enchantments he wants. And I drew into, like, my engineer explosives for, like, to blow up his uh, rune halo that he played and stuff. So just killed him game two. Game three, I, I play a turn two cannonist, which stops uh, a lot of the enchanter stuff. And I start just working him with, like, an army, right? And so we go to turns, because obviously this game is super slow. And uh, he's at, like, four life. I have, a, like, a huge army. And he has, like, one card in hand. He draws for the turn and then is like, solitary confinement, go. <laughs> Dude, you're kidding me, right? Like, solitary <laughs> confinement? So he's like, he's like, uh, almost, almost died. He looks at me and goes, almost died. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, I'm, I'm just going to kill you, you know? So I'm like, that's okay. He has to discard his one card. Then he has to sacrifice his solitary confinement, right? So... So Aren't then, you in turns at this point? Like, what yeah. turn did he lay it down on? Yeah, he laid it down like on active player. So I'm like, by oh, okay. the time he, by the time he has to sacrifice, I'm just gonna kill him. I'll have a turn to kill him, right? So he sacrifices it, draws, plays replenish, freaking gets <laughs> all back up, <laughs> <laughs> almost flipped the table. So then after I get my draw, I obviously like proceed to beat the illusions player. <laughs> And the black white player who was playing like Bitter Blossom and uh, Chrome Mox. So, so yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a fun tournament. <laughs> Speaking of donkeys, that's a real thing. Yikes! So back to the end of day two, uh, I we decided to boost you. Which is nice. Um, yeah. Which Jay obviously had rave reviews for. So, like, so, such glowing reviews that David Mantel decided to print the set. Like, he printed it a week before we even got to Lanta. So, he was very pumped wow. about doing the boost. He was cube. jacked. He was jacked by your team. Finally, finally, something that we can talk about and Medina can't. <laughs> so, uh, Jay, I don't know if I thought you were review of the set and the strategy was excellent um ah. about you know, Jay's Jay's our limit, he's our limited champion don't yeah. forget yeah, yeah like all limited formats up to and including the booze cube up to and including <laughs> made up formats by somebody else <laughs> so how you how you talked about like the the lands being like first pick basically yeah. about Almost anything was, you know, very accurate. So, so did you, did you do that? Did you follow my advice? Did you win the booze cube? I mean, you can take your time telling the story, but the, I'm just chomping at the bit for the deep. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, I did not get to play. Um, what? what the fuck? <laughs> because I, we weren't. I, I guess David wasn't sure about the rules, and um, when we were listening to the cast on the way to the airport, you had uh, we had already played. Uh, not me, but we didn't. Like, you guys mixed it, suggested mixing it up with actual cards. David just printed the cube and and played it as a four-player cube. Oh. So, and we were six, and since me and Dan, like, Dan, I guess, didn't feel like playing, and I was, like, really tired um, after the the sad day, too. So it was Alex, uh, Andrew Novaraj, Pascal Minard, and David Mantel. I obviously let David play. He... Yeah. yeah, printed the fucking cube. So, yeah. yeah, 
But one of the things that you didn't mention, and it was brought up a few times since uh, David actually played, yeah. David and Pascal played twice in the same night, was they felt that the drafting process uh, took too long because you buy drinks uh, in anticipation to play, but because no one knows the actual cards, right? They're, they're reading individually, which makes the the draft process take a lot longer than yeah. any of them wanted. Uh, okay, to to address that. That's right. very factually true, but I, <laughs> thank I, you. <laughs> but I don't accept it as an answer or an excuse because, like the week before the tournament, I believe that a complete overview strategy guide was published on a website called Madpride.com in an audio format known as a podcast. Special guest star Jay Lemon Champion Bush provided a very astute. An accurate and highly <laughs> enjoyable overview. Well, that's subjective. <laughs> it was full yeah, strategy. You had me. You had me until enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even this whole like ranting you're doing now, or I don't even. I won't even this call a it a rant. Isn't this isn't a rant, okay? Even this like droning on that you're doing now is not entertaining. It's not. <laughs> no, you're it's, you're okay, fired, so. Jay. You're yeah, fired. Fine. Yeah, we, I'm we, fired. Yeah. Okay. You're fired. I'm fired. All right, Scott. You you've had a chance to look at the set you extensively, yeah. And you've seen like some cards actually have even like Sam Black was watching uh the booze the second time the booze cube was done. Um while like there was a bunch of pros we were at the bottom floor of the hotel, so uh there were a bunch of magic players playing werewolf and then there was like a booze cube going on and Sam Black That's... walked over and he did say like it feels like if you're anywhere near drunk, like some of the cards just have too much text on them. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, that's good. So, but some of them do though. But oh, I mean, some of the cards have a lot of writing on them. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I never uh, had that problem. I got smashed. I never had that problem. I don't know what you whiners are. Whining as, a, as a whole, I think the blue scoop was very well done. Um, uh, it was hilarious. Some cards are just way too funny. Um, I don't, I'm not sure you mentioned this card, Jay, on the show, the asshole. I think that, <laughs> yeah. that's probably the funniest card and got yeah. David pull like the most buzz, the most drunk out of the yeah. game. Because you just place it on him. And for the listeners who don't know what it, it basically does, like whenever someone else drinks, you can make the asshole drink, which is like an enchant player, I believe. Yeah. Uh, enchant. So that card's like you, if you think someone's gonna like enchant you with it, you hate draft that shit. Okay, you absolutely yeah. hate draft that shit. That's <laughs> funny. And uh, Scott, <laughs> Scott did mention like there's no basically no enchantment removal. So yeah. um, you're basically gonna drink a lot unless you can see. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's, that's why you've that's why you've got to play it with real cards too, though. Yeah. Right. So like you get cards like Revoke Existence, Oblivion Ring, like. You know, these naturalized, like, these are all cards that should be in a cube. I believe I mentioned all this in my strategy review. Yeah. <laughs> so you tell David Mantle. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah no, it's, 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 um, it's amazing. I'm sad that you didn't get to play. Don't, do you even drink? Are you like a Medina? Are you a secret Medina? He outdrank you at the last event that we were all at. I'm like, boom! <laughs> I'm a very, <laughs> very casual drinker. I don't drink, uh. I just drink when, you know, other friends drink, but I, I normally am a Medina, if that's a definition. <laughs> you wish you were a Medina. <laughs> yeah, KYT's a bit of a lightweight, 
but uh, he can certainly turn it up when he needs to. Is yep. he as light as, say, David Lee? Probably not. Oh, probably not. No, he's, he's okay. he can he can take a little bit more than David Lee. For those of you not listening, I don't know if we told the story, but uh, David Lee had a beer and a half and <laughs> fell asleep at the bar during a UFC. During a UFC where. Oh, every man. single person, like, and, yeah, main event, and every loud person on the planet was in this bar. <laughs> it's a small bar, too. Yeah. For those of you that are interested, we were at the London Pub in Richmond Hill, for those of you that are local. So shout out to the London yeah. Pub. For With Man of Base, even. Man of Base. Shout out to Luke. <laughs> yeah. And David good. Lee just zonked. In, in both drafts, David Mantle actually drafted Juan the Mind Smasher. <laughs> Juan? <laughs> Juan? One and and that card is uh basically it's just like committing suicide based on his build. <laughs> Possibly the most powerful planeswalkers if if you're willing to drink for its power. I think I think it's basically like the best. Like you almost can't yeah. this card. Same with um same with Spring Break. It's the same. It's similar to the lands. Like if you're willing to sacrifice your body to to get so far ahead. <laughs> Uh, then you are probably golden. Yeah. <laughs> so Juan's main main interesting ability is is plus Y, where you have to drink <laughs> Y Y Y to put Y green Y one worm tokens onto the battlefield. Now, so, don't the tokens have boost touch? Um, I don't think so. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they, I don't know if they do or not. One of the he was questions too drunk that, to remember. Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions we did ask was like, "Is you can you stack boost touch? Is it like, or do you just get like one?" Um, we made it up. We some of the rules we sort of had to make it up along the way. Um, yeah, but da- David really like just made a bunch of tokens and, and drank like thirty drinks, I think, to make ten ten tokens. So this <laughs> one activation got him like pretty. He he was drunk at that point. What's, and what's Wands plus X ability? Isn't it also good? It's like untap X lands or something, isn't it? Yeah, drink X X, then untap up to X target lands. And but his his ultimate, which basically you can kill, well, not kill in the game, but drink wise, is it <laughs> minus seven any number of target opponents drink for each creature you control. Now the problem. <laughs> The problem in game one was David doing that to kill people was because he was also the asshole. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if, like, at one point he had some absurd number of tokens. I think he had maybe more than 10, but I think he took 30 gulps. But, like, by, by making... But if he activates the ultimate, right, he makes everyone drink 10, but because he's the asshole, they can then make it for thir- Like, 30. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I think the best deck in the booze cube is either the green splashing, like, like some crazy red cards, or the white um, probably smash, splashing some blue cards. Like, the only problem with the white deck, I think it's better than the green deck, but the problem with the white deck is that um are we going to actually have like another booze cube no, no we, re- we really we Fuck really should shit, save it dude. yeah we really should save it save, save it for what when we save do it. i'll get together and do it next 
All right, fine. I understand. Yeah, you guys haven't played yeah. the booty cube and you're Dude, jealous. I'm, just, I'm like, shutting it down, bro. I'm shutting it down. <laughs> Nobody understand. wants to hear this, man. Like, no, man. I want to be excited for my own booty cube. Like, yeah. Oh, man. All right, move on. What do you want to talk about, Medina? Hmm? Oh, I don't know. Do you guys want to hear about some <laughs> FNM hero? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Let the audience decide, man. Okay, what? You finish, finish up, finish up. Okay, I'm gonna oh, finish yeah, up with. Go ahead. So D- David and Pascal got really buzzed, and um, near the hotel where the the event was held, there was another one. It's just like a bunch of connected hotels. There's one hotel that was really nice. Um, it goes up to like the 47th floor, and they have this really crazy like see-through elevator that Pascal was um, really afraid of. He's, he's really scared of heights. In fact, the last time they were there at GP Atlanta last year for Extended, he went up with the guys, and he actually took half an hour to take the stairs back down. He was that, like, freaked out. <laughs> so you got him all loaded and threw him in there. So when he was loaded, he's like, I'm not, he's like going crazy. I'm not scared of anything in his French accent. Who is this and Pascal Miller? Going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like I don't, after he drank he had no fear, went up and down easily, but before that he was like freaking out. He like, Don't touch me guys. We like some of the team members wanted to drag him into the elevator, he was gonna run away. So oh my God. it was that freaked out. <laughs> yeah, um, and David Mantle though, he, he was pretty crazy. So on this forty seventh floor, the the highest floor, there's actually um a glass window. And David, like, we're all sort of, Pascal was scared of approaching the window because you, you saw how high you really were. And, and Alex was a little bit, you know, because he tends to be paranoid, so he was a little afraid. And then David, he, he's really drunk. He starts, like, bashing <laughs> against the window because he's so drunk to prove to us that it's safe. It's safe, guys. So he's, like, hammering it really oh heavily God. multiple times. And we're, like, all freaking out. I was like, David. Stop fucking doing that. And Alex was like, I think I can see it bend. We're like, calm down, David. Stay away. Oh, so we were freaking out. I mean, if David died there, that would have been and that a terrible probably story. Been a downer. Yeah. yeah. Considering we were staying at David. So it'd be like, uh, we got to <laughs> pick up our stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we got to go. David's dead, by the way. Bye. Blame the booze cube. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. oh, man. With the second cube, he actually cubed with Pascal cubed again, and they also cubed with Mary Jacobson, who um, got really drunk as well, and at the end of the night, ended up stealing David's bottle of vodka. <laughs> and she was gone. She was absolutely gone um, uh, after the game, after the cube. She was... <laughs> And she had like this emblem where she had to talk like a pirate, yeah. <laughs> and she was being really loud. And I think even some of the werewolf players that were playing like to the side were really annoyed. So like she sounded really loud and obnoxious. So, but the werewolf players nuts. <laughs> so cube drafting, uh, very bad. Thank God, uh, Pascal. Dan and Andrew were staying at the hotel uh, of the tournament site, so uh, they they had an early flight. So I made sure that when they left for their flight, that David got in and got like 
a good nap or so, like he we slept for quite a few hours so that I felt safe going back home. Um, <laughs> it was kind of weird because they had Wesco um, join uh, as their fourth. Uh, Andrew, Alex, and Dan had Wesco, but they like the three while Wesco was sleeping. <laughs> The three of them went for their flights, and then me, Alex, and David go inside the hotel to sleep. So, like, if I was Wesco, it's like waking up. What the fuck? Thinking you had, like moved rooms or something. Yeah, it's like what the fuck's going on? These are three different dudes. That's hilarious. So we feel bad for Wesco because we probably woke him up uh, like four times during the night, but uh, he seems like a pretty good guy. Um, and, and I think that that's it for, for our crazy, uh, GP Atlanta trip outside of, uh, people, a lot of people came up and thanked me, uh, for the show, which I wouldn't expect. Uh, I don't really expect to be that popular in like us places, but a lot of people came up to me and said almost the exact same thing that they were glad that we were on Mondays because it would allow them to get through their their day of work which is i hear crazy. that a lot too yeah so monday i mean people who don't podcast that don't publish on mondays i guess they're doing it wrong so kyle edit that out <laughs> <laughs> don't share the secret don't share the secret <laughs> don't spoil the 11 herbs and spices don't do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i think that the the two best release dates for podcasts in my opinion are like friday morning and monday uh yeah yeah but monday is definitely the one it's like the only reason like some people are like oh it's the only reason i can get up to work i'm like wow i can't i guess i can't ever quit the a-team if i'm providing such a public service (laughs) (laughs) you have any idea what will happen to our welfare system if we stop recording this shit fuck (laughs) all right all right all right it's time for i mean it's time for a giveaway in that vein i just want to just just wait medina you're not the only guy that can give away cards here, okay? <gasps> whoa, whoa, what are we going to get? A booze cube Bono! card? <laughs> I'm going to give away something crazy, something awesome. It's a what? surprise. Medina. It'll, be, it'll be sick. It might even be an altar, custom, custom altar. I might draw it, I might not, whatever. <laughs> dicks on dicks. <laughs> <laughs> it, might be, it might be a fire dick, it might be a nice dick, who knows. Yeah. Um, but I want to know, I'm going to give it to a random... Maybe random, maybe the best, maybe whoever I like. I want to know what you would do if the A-team stopped being the A-team. It's like, if we just stopped doing this, yeah, how would it... Yeah, KYT quit the A-team, we all quit. Everybody just, no, we don't want to do it anymore. What would you do? I want to know. Yeah. I'll give something crazy. Maybe something signed, foil. Maybe some altar. <laughs> maybe some dicks. Maybe some... What else I got lying around here? <laughs> fucking, I got a box full of standard rares. And go through that. Some I, signed swords, maybe. I maybe the Medina Boost Cube hate. It's like a signed Boost Cube card. How about instead of signing it, you just puke on it for us? <laughs> <laughs> Dumbass, you're a oh. fucking loser. All right, what happened to tag? <laughs> Damn, tag. We can't give the, the the audience tag team every week. So. You ready for this? That's an interesting segue, KYT. We want to talk about Tag Team for a second. What I've been playing lately, Tag Team Commander. Not to, not to be confused with, like, Two-Headed Giant Commander, okay? Okay. But the concept is, it's like, what would happen... So it's like, imagine a Tag Team Wrestling match, yeah. okay? 
Okay. And so you instead of just like one wrestler or one commander, you have two. Mm. Okay. So they can either share colors. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Are you talking about two different people? Or are you just talking one nope. deck, two commanders? One, 98 cards, two commanders. Shit. Yeah. So here's what's sick about it is the commanders can either be the same color. So like you stay within, you know, the color identity. Or maybe you want to stretch into a four color deck without fucking playing dumb crazy fucking Nephilim and making all that sort of shit. So, like, you can have, for example, like, I made a Damia deck with a secondary general of Malfagor, for example, which is pretty sick, because you can, like, play Malfagor, wrap the board, and then, you know, next turn, tag in Damia and refill your hand from zero. Pretty good, right? This just seems like degenerate combo EDH. Explain to me more. Tell me more. So awesome. So, anyways, so I actually was on uh, Off Color Cast, which is an offshoot of Commander Cast this week. And uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, it should be posted. But um, I, they were—it's actually their their idea. So I was—I was talking to you know um, to the boys over there, Calvin and Cassidy, and. Uh, Cassidy, of course, is a uh, writer of wrong. Also, uh, Cassidy Silver uh, from TCG Player, and uh, Captain Red Zone himself. Calvin was uh, the site owner of Three to the Face. So, if you guys want to go and see, you know, check out their stuff, you can there. But uh, anyway, so I, I recorded an episode because we've been we've been trying this out uh, for the last few weeks now, and it's it's actually just amazing. We've been having so much fun. It allows the decks to like. Like, it gets you over that dirtily phase of Commander, where everyone's just, like, sitting there, stroking their nuts and doing nothing, because nobody wants to kind of start the arms race, because they're afraid, you know, like, oh, shit, my general gets hindered, I'm fucked, you know, or if I get tucked, I'm screwed. No, you got another Commander, you're all good. But what also allows you to do is it allows you to, you know, potentially expand into, you know, wider color bases without being limited to general restriction. Or it allows you to, like, create, like, a one-two punch in terms of, like, a plan A and plan B. So, for example... Like, my, my son, for example, has his Kalia deck, and his secondary general is, is um, uh, Kaervek, the Merciless. So it's sick, because, like, he uses he uses uh, Kalia to, like, lay down the early beats, gets their opponents down to, like, almost dead, and then just, like, drops Kaervek and says, go. <laughs> just fucking burns everyone out. It's insane. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, the full rules and everything you can find over there at Off Color Cast. We kind of talked through a lot of the strategies and all that stuff as well. Um, but it was just so – it's been so much fun playing with it. We had one like Mo, for example. Mo from our, our Commander uh, Christmas special, uh, Mr. Mo Magic on Twitter. He played his uh, Brian Stout arm deck with his secondary commander as Goto, for example. Like, it's an equipment-themed deck as it is, but, like, you get the early, you know, the the early fun out there with, uh, you know, with Brian and flinging shit and whatever, and then all of a sudden you're like, nope, tag in, uh, tag in Goto, out goes, you know, Brian, and just, like, boom, smash your face. It's insane. Concept is, you, generals share attacks, they share commander damage, and they can't ever be on the battlefield at the same time. You can also uh, tag them out once per turn at sorcery speed on your turn only. For free? No, by paying the mana cost plus the taxes. So let's just say, for example... You, well, so let's just say, for example, I have Janara and Rubinia. Okay? So the Bant colors and then Bant plus two, right? So I'm going to cast Janara on turn three, get in a couple early beats. I get up to five mana. 
Janara hasn't died yet. I can pay five, which is the casting cost of Rubinia, to put my, Rubinia my into hurts. play. Mm-hmm, me too. And take Janara. You basically just pay the casting cost of your of the other general, and they swap places. Now, let's if your generals have been like destroyed. You know, you like your your general count goes up number of times you cast your commander, and you get like plus two mana yeah. each time. Yeah. So like, if if I want to tag up my commander and they've died once, like the team one of the guys has died once, and I've had to exile them to the command zone. So now the tax is like two extra. So I play one of the generals is in play. If I want to tag the next one in, it's their casting cost plus two. No matter so who it's, died. Correct. So, so it totally makes sense to play like a like a tier like a quick general and a late general, or you know maybe you just want to like, you know play ones with with really unique abilities or utility. It's it's been pretty insane so far. We found that the only thing that actually requires banning is you cannot use a Souza, um, as one of your tag team generals. Because... That's about the only. She's dumb. Mm. Yeah, it, it, that's about the only one. It just it makes it terribly unfun. The one player gets like way insane of an advantage, and why wouldn't all green decks just play Asusa as their secondary general? Like, anyways. So that's the only one we found is an actual issue. Uh, everything else has been fair game. It's been pretty sweet. So I recommend if you're interested in it remotely, check out the Off Color Cast uh, episode, which should post this week. It'll be on MTG Cast, so you can get it there. And uh, and then. Message me, because, like, I've been having so much fun brewing decks for this stuff. I've built, like, the most unreal four-color, like, bug plus red, valicate killing monstrosity. I'm so excited. It's so awesome. Hmm. Yeah. So, Tag Team Commander. Hmm. Tag Team back again. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. I thought you knew. Is it whoop, or is it whoop? Because you it's guys whoop. both just said different things. It's I definitely it's Woomp. It's definitely Woomp. It's not Woomp. <laughs> it is Woomp. Oh, is man, it, come on. Is it Woomp? Who are you going to believe, the white guy or the Mexican guy? Yeah, oh, my God. It. Are you yeah, seriously? <laughs> seriously? Yeah. You, you want to have a wrap-off here on the cast? Like, right I now. will crush you, son. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> come on. Oh, nobody, man, that was sick. <laughs> nobody's rap battling. I, so, I don't want to put Scott on. to shame. It's All definitely right, Woomp. Right. It's definitely Woomp. Speaking, speaking of which, uh, did you guys see the the MTG rap by Go Remy? Yeah. No. No. We talked about it. We talked about it like two weeks ago. Well, I saw people retweet it, and I and then a lot of people wrote down the lyrics, and I thought that was hilarious. Those lyrics were funny. The video was really good too. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. All the, the funny chair. stuff happens in the world during the day, and it's my work awesome. never lets me have fun during the day. You're, hey, did you know that you can get yelling at Liz Cransdale? <laughs> hey, <laughs> how do you how do you use Twitter? How do you use Twitter at work? Is it on your phone? Yeah, on your iPhone. Yeah, through through an app. Unsure if you're aware of this. If you click on the links that are embedded within those tweets, <laughs> it actually opens up Yeah, yeah, up but I don't YouTube have an office app. or a hidey place to watch videos on my phone. So bring earphones. Yeah, no, I'm not allowed to do that. Yeah, that's why Jay got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, remember? Uh, no. So you have yeah. to go. Take a shit yeah. and watch the video. Yep, that's worth how it. you do it. Right, worth it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, right. don't you like you, you Sudoku like twelve times a day anyway, right? Yeah. So it's good. Now you got something else to do. Yeah, there you have it. Problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, apparently that guy made a new one too about laptops or whatever. 
Uh, yeah, I saw him tweet about that. Yeah. And apparently there were some pretty good lines in it. He, I just don't remember what they he, I actually used to listen to him a long time ago. Uh, it was one of, like, me and my buddy Joe were in this, uh, this YouTube phase. You know how you get these YouTube phases? Like, yeah. I don't know if you guys get them, but, like, first time I discovered YouTube, like, we just watched everything on YouTube. And, uh... This was one of the guys we used to watch. He was just like, he made a, like, he only had like two raps at the time. But, uh, and then when I seen this, I'm like, oh man, it's that guy, man. Go Remy. That's awesome. But yeah, he has a bunch of them. If you just check out his YouTube channel, he has a bunch of different raps. Not about magic, but about other things. Cool. So, um, anybody decided to throw their money away on Shell Sonnen this weekend? <laughs> Why does that guy even get a fight? He, wasn't he on steroids and shit? <laughs> Testosterone replacement therapy, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Somebody explain that to me. That is the steroid you take for when you need to take, when you're done taking steroids and you have no testosterone. And so, like, that's technically not illegal, but it's very obvious that you were taking steroids. Yeah. Sweet. So you took steroids, and then you ran your mouth, and then you got beat up, and then you got another fight. For some reason, well, and like, so we, and like, we'll get the grease, right? And like, are people stand like in the UFC forums? Are they as bad as the people in the Magic forums? Like, are they as inbred as Magic players? And they're God, like, no bring idea. back Chael Sonnen, man, mono black control. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? Uh, maybe ask ask Sean Piconi, but I think he actually knows what he's talking about when it comes to MMA. So you can't fault him oh, for that. Oh man, I don't know. Yeah, he knows what he's talking about. He's got. He's got. That's debatable. I don't even. I'm not even going to test your theory. I'll just take your word for it, just to not have to deal with that. Fair enough. <laughs> Shout out to Sean Piconi. Anyways. <laughs> but yeah, I think Anderson Silva is going to uh, like leave this guy a battered pile of goo this weekend. Yeah. So I hope he just I'm... actually kills him. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Like the first, I... the first UFC death ever. All the Christian moms can like then be like just fucking absolved uh, of all of their criticisms. The only and person can, ever can... to kill a man in the octagon. Yeah, I just hope he just dies. Like just, just murders him. Does the old? Oh man, it would be so sweet if he does the roadhouse throat pull. Sick. <laughs> see, I roadhouse. would like to see. You know, would be you know, would be epic. Is uh, you saw how he beat. Belfort, right? Like he throat kicked him. Yeah, yeah. So like he straight kicked his throat, like just like uh, like a push kick, right yeah. in his throat, and he fucking out. It's yeah. so like how good would it be if he was able to get it straight up when he's charging, and he fucking like nose bone in the brain of the guy. He fucking yeah. boom, dead. Just oh, just KYT, what is happening to our podcast? KYT, oh my gosh! Anyways. Somebody shoot me in the face, please! <laughs> People love this shit. I know, I know. Uh, honestly, listen, I only mention it because it's actually going to be like the, to the largest boost. purchase. Yeah. Oh no! Okay, <laughs> yeah. what I'm is the best over here. red boost cube card? <laughs> Anything, listeners, save me! The yeah. best red boost cube card is obviously the Hell Rider that makes you take drinks. Yeah. No, it could be Chandra too, though. Hashtag. Giving all you guys haste, haste and first strike is insane. Chandra party girl. Um, yeah. no, but seriously, John, the only reason I mention it is because it's it's actually probably going to be the largest purchased UFC in history. Really? Yeah. That yeah. Dana's expecting like ridiculous numbers out of this. So that's the only reason I mention it because like it's it's going to be a big thing. So we should probably have chimed in on it. Yeah, because the A team is where you come for all of your magic. And UFC hey, news you know and 
Neat. You know what? <laughs> Shout out to Ruben Bressler. <laughs> That's good. By the way, so so if you guys haven't checked out uh, Magic the Newsening on the select side of Star City Games, like it's it's worth six minutes because there's at least one line in there that will make you laugh out loud. Yeah, at every least time. one. Every time, yeah. Yep. For me, it was the one about the significant lack of earthquakes at GP Yokohama. <laughs> that, that killed me. That pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, what else is going to be big? The Olympics. We should talk about the Olympics on the eighteen because it's going to be big. I guess. It, yeah. I guess that makes sense coming yeah. from you, the oldest member. Yeah, I mean, the Olympics are huge. The oldest, most relevant, out of date <laughs> member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no. The yeah, the Olympics will be a big thing, but they haven't started yet. I don't know when they start. Yeah, not yet. I'm trying to recover so, some face here, as you can see. That's, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, you got a little bit on your cheek there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, anyways, it honestly, you know what? I've been really, really impressed with a lot of the content that's been coming out of the community lately. Um, you know, podcasts and stuff notwithstanding. Uh, some of the other stuff that's been coming out, I've, I've been really impressed with. So kudos on the community. Oh, fucking speaking of community, do you guys check out the Magic Cruise 5 information yet? No. Nada. Leaves from Florida. In theory. Goes to like, go, <laughs> wow. goes to a lot of really sweet places. It's only like four seventy five a person or something like that. Really? Yeah. Really? That's doable. is that before or uh, after they get you? No, I think that's it. But then you got to pay airfare to get there, obviously. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. But like, that's a pretty reasonable price. Is the Dominican on that side of the planet? Yeah. Yeah, it's like Montego Bay and all that sort of shit. Anyways, check it out. It's at legionevents.com. So check it out if you're interested. Um, we may look into it, uh, but <laughs> the, we may not. But it seemed like it was a really reasonable price this time as opposed to the fucking, like, Fort Knox break-in that it was going to cost you to go to this last one. Yeah. Don't sue us, lawyers. Yep. Oh, speaking Anyways. of which, the, the Magic Cruise, wasn't that guy that was on last week wasn't he the one who won the Patrick Chapin? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you guys What's talk him? about that? Because my phone yeah. died before I got to yeah. do that part. But did, yeah, he hasn't done it yet. Yeah, he hasn't done it. Yeah, but did you like talk about like what? Why did he buy it and all that stuff? Yeah. Didn't you listen to the episode? No, I didn't listen to the episode. <laughs> you never listened. Like to you never <laughs> you listened to the episode either. <laughs> he stopped. Yeah, but I was day. on it. I was he on stopped, the episode. He stopped listening after the booze cube strategy segment. That's right. I got <laughs> dude, I got off the I stopped listening. It's just booze cube booze cube forever, man. Like, Hashtag like who more cares? Booze more booze cube. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously though, he, he talked about it briefly. Um he indicated there was something he's interested in just because like I mean, he Chapin's a, a well reputed deck builder like he's a good mind of the game today that's still active you know um and so he thought yeah well fuck i mean you know i could spend you know one quarter of this on a new book of his or you know i could fucking just spend the money and he's so he's thinking about banking and he may use it before seattle hmm. you know before the pro tour seattle so we'll see how it goes he's he's pretty excited yeah. can't blame him i'll go back and listen to the episode since you guys talked about it on there like I, I was like thinking like why didn't why he wanted him in GP Vancouver and then I realized why Chapin couldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm like oh, and it clicked in my head. 
Oh. Uh, That's a thing. <laughs> so, he was hoping to get coaching, but he didn't need it. He just, like, destroyed everyone except the last guy. So, yeah. Yeah. He was the first loser. Ooh. Second ooh. place, right? Second place, the first loser. You gonna let him talk to you like that, dude? I'm totally just kidding. <laughs> the guy was awesome last week. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's good. I wonder if Jerry will ever do this or Flores. Because <laughs> we talked yeah. about this on our Wait. show a long time ago. Yeah, absolutely. We were Jerry talking about it with, with AJ. Con- I think like... it, we were talking about it with AJ too. So, do we have anything else to talk about tonight, gentlemen, or are we gonna just go to the show? F and M hero. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. John, are are you broke yet? Uh, I'm almost broke. I have two. <laughs> I have two more F and Ms to play. All right. Uh, uh, I have a. I have one at Illuminati and one at uh, Epic Loot. So I have five dollars in store credit at each place, and that's it. And then uh, I, I built a new deck. I built Mono Blue Delver, and uh, I played it last week. And that's why I still have five dollars, is because I broke even. Uh, it was like the tournament that didn't happen. So I get there with no <laughs> no mono blue Delver deck, and I've got most of the deck built, but I still need like another two Snapcaster Mages, which is just insane for me to try to get right. So um, I run around the store trying to get the Snapcaster Mage. I had already signed up for the tournament, right? So I'm just like, well, if I don't get these Snapcaster Mages before round one then I just lose round one. Okay. So like I'm running around and the guy goes, <laughs> the guy goes, pairings are up. And I'm like, shit, like no snapcaster mages. And like, everyone's kind of like, I think they're like looking at me like, sorry, bro. But they're kind of, I think inside like laughing at me. Cause they're like, ah, suck it, Medina. Like, you know, I'm not going to trade you no snapcaster mage. So, uh, so I go and look at the pairings. <laughs> I look at the pairings and I, I have a buy. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm like, the heavens are shining on me. So I'm like, all right, I got to buy. This is great. And this is like a typical, like, there's the typical standard tournaments at this store, the Illuminati. They're so off the wall. Like, there's always someone gets a buy because there's never, like, enough to have even people for some reason. And so, like, especially this night, it was crazy because, okay, so during round one, I finish up the trades. I finish the the mono blue Delver deck, except for... um phantasmal images i I can't find anybody with those so i just run like vanish vanishment instead and like some other stupid card like it's just stupid cards that really you know aren't good so i run those instead i i get into round two um i freaking win round two lose round three so right now i'm officially two and one right and then my round four opponent drops. So he drops what? without dropping. Yeah, he drops without dropping. So I win that match, right? Because, like, half the half the tournament has dropped. Like, they're all gone. Like, Sweet they, they, tournament. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The whole tournament is, like, almost dropped. So then I play, like, the last round, and I think I get a... I think I win or I draw. I don't know. I guess to the point where I'm, like, fifth. I'm fifth place, but there's only like eight people in the tournament at this point, right? <laughs> so, so I'm fifth place and I get my money back, uh, for the tournament. And, uh, so that was my first run with Mono Blue Delver. And, uh, it did feel good though. It felt good to, uh, it felt good to play some Delvers. 
Um, I blind flipped one of them against the birthing pod player from the store. He's from the store that that I went to that like was full of donks, you know. So he's from that store, and I just felt like the worst because I'm just like turn one Delver, go oh blind flip with Mana League, just get it in there. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, felt really good. Uh, but it also was not really a tournament. I mean, you know, there was oh yeah, there was a guy on drugs. There was a guy on drugs there. <laughs> so it like, sounds like an episode of Degrassi. No, no it's crazy because listen. <laughs> oh yeah, there was a guy on drugs. No, he was on drugs. Illegal and so drugs. He was on illegal, um, illegal drugs, and uh, he so he was giving everybody a buy. Okay, but not like intentionally, right? So like one of, he was just one of, a drug addict. He was just a drug addict, and he was all drugged out, right? So like, so like the first round opponent was playing against him, and the guy freaking falls asleep on the table, <laughs> like in the middle of casting a spell, falls asleep. So like he falls asleep, and then uh, and obviously that guy doesn't tell anybody until the end of the round, right? So like the guy just lets him sleep and just sits there, and then at the end of the round he's like, "Judge, my opponent's asleep." <laughs> <laughs> so, so obviously, like he gets the win, but it's like, dude, you know, he doesn't just doesn't tell anyone. So they wake the kid up, and they're like, "Hey, man, wake up!" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." So he goes to the next guy and just like totally just throws away the game and like gives him a buy. So there's like a floating buy, there's a real buy, and then like half the people <laughs> drop in the tournament. Like, what? So, so it was like it was like the circus circ circus delay of tournaments, man. It's freaking crazy. Um, oh my god! Yeah, so I haven't really got a chance to really try out the Mono Blue Delver deck, uh, but I'm I think it's going to be good. And after rotation, uh, I'm just going to trade into some. Uh, oh man, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but he's that Merfolk guy. Talarand. Yeah, I need four of those, and I need four of the Jace's Phantasms, because I might play like Illusions. Like I might just go with like old school Illusions with Phantasms. Yeah. And so I might try that because um, hmm. I'm in the I'm in mono blue now. Like that's where I'm at. You know, I got my snapcasters, and so like anything I can build with mono blue, that's where I'm going to be. So so yeah, that's the FNM hero update. Uh, not really heroic, kind of like a uh, kind of like an anticlimactic first Delver tournament, you know. Uh, but hopefully, uh, I'm going to be bringing. Plus, I I suck at playing this deck, by the way. Um, I used to play blue-white Delver pretty well, but this is a really weird deck because you need to find a pike. Oh, by the way, it's a pike version. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd love that. But Please. it's like you need to find a pike or it's really hard to just win in general. You know, you don't have, like, Geist of Tank Traft or Restoration Angel. So, like, pike you is really... You have a sword in there. There's no... There's an Afnim hero. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have real cards. I have phantasmal images, man. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. The Brewers motto. I don't need real cards. I got all these. I'm awesome. Speaking of Brewers, didn't Chris Lansdale unfollow you today? <laughs> no, not today. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> not today. No, he did. I mean, we had such a great time in GP Vancouver. I don't know. Somebody figure that out. Followers, go forth. Find out. Find out why Liz Cransdale. Do some research about the Liss Cransdale machine. <laughs> I would like to know. Uh, I would like to know what's going on. 
Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> Pretty sure we all think that he should have unfollowed you ages ago. <laughs> Why? Yeah. It's not like he blocked me. That's different, right? Right. Unless he did both somehow. No, he didn't. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Just didn't want to see you in his feed. I guess. Yeah, he's gonna keep the keep the feed clean. Yeah. Somehow I can't bring myself to clean up my feed. <laughs> who would you? Who would you? Who would you uh, boot if you had to clean up your feed? Chris Lansdale, snap. Next, I mean he's easy. Okay, sorry. So who would I boot? <laughs> who would I boot if I if I if it wasn't Chris Lansdale? Yeah. What? <laughs> okay, let me check. Let me take a look. While we do this, Twitter followers, <clears throat> go forth and find out why Chris Lansdale unfollowed me. Um, I would. Oh, I would snap. Um, probably Bill Adams. Is it Adamson? Adams? Bill Adamson? Yeah, Tazerial on, on Twitter. Um, we used to be bros. We're still kind of bros, but, like, reading his tweets are just, is really just difficult to stand. Um, because he is actually a troll. And this is why, this is what happens when people, this is what, this is what happens when people, um, accuse me of being a troll. And then I'm like, I'm not a troll. Like, you have to go read, read some of the stuff that, like, the, the unsolicited shit that Bill goes and does. Uh, so if it wasn't him, uh, it would definitely be some porn stars. Holy fuck, them bitches, they tweet a whole lot. God damn it. They just tweet so much. I mean, I, th- I think I talked about this with, with Scott, though. The problem with unfollowing people on Twitter, if there's not a real reason to unfollow them, like, I can understand people unfollowing Jeebus, like, he doesn't contribute to the community at all, right? Like, nobody's learning anything from him. I, I just think he's funny, and watching people rage at him is hilarious. It's funny. Um, so I'm not learning anything from Jeebus. So, like, I could cut him in terms of learning stuff, right? The problem with unfollowing people on Twitter is it's, it's similar to, like, when you only go to one website to get all your news. Right? You're just like, you're not as informed. Like, there's people that I follow that I, I shouldn't follow because they're, they're bad or they're stupid or, you know, they're, <laughs> you know, brewers or they're retarded or they have no redeeming qualities whatsoever and they, they should just actually die. And that, but I mean, like, but it, like sometimes they'll tweet something like, <laughs> like, I don't know, like fucking, they're reprinting. What, what are they reprinting in the new set? Something in black. Oh, mutilate. Oh my god, the reprinting mutilate. And then I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Now now I know the reprinting mutilate. <laughs> I don't have to go look that up on MTG Salvation and weed through all the inbred shit that's on there. And it stops me from having to go to Star City Games because that looks like a dog's breakfast. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure Medina's like shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Jay though. Like, uh, you know, at first, first of all, I don't follow a lot of people as it is. That's true. Um, so, like, there's not a lot of people that I would unfollow because, like, basically, yeah. if I'm going to unfollow someone, I'm just going to do it. Yeah, you pre-unfollow um, them. Yeah, or I'm just going to unfollow them because, uh, like, there was a time Patrick Chapin unfollowed me, and it was because I was uh, basically answering all these people's questions, and like, I was doing it in in a retweet form. Is like not a retweet, yeah, kind of like a retweet where he could see it. Yeah. So like basically, I was just like spamming his feed with like all these answers, like, and so he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna unfollow Medina because he spammed my feed," you know. I think that's a bullshit answer, not because it's and not because it's Patrick Chapin either. 
Like, I'm, I think that's a bullshit answer when anyone says that because you can just skip tweets. I skip tweets all the time. Yeah, but, yeah. but no, no, no. I, 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 I do the same thing. But, but I, do I know. The same thing. I mean, like, like, what do you do? Like, so explain to me how you use Twitter. Like, you go to bed and then you get up <laughs> and then you have, like, what, like nine, t- nine new tweets and you check them diligently? Like, when I go to bed and get up, I have, like, 500 new tweets and, like, maybe I check some of them. And then I get into a part where everyone's talking about mutilate and mono black control. And I'm like, yeah, I could probably skip about an hour of tweets. I'm not missing anything super important by doing so. Like, are you also the guy that calls the phone, like the TV company, and is like, I don't want all of these channels in packages. I only watch the Olympics. Turn all the other channels off. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what, what I'm saying is that... Uh... What I'm saying is that, like, I use TweetDeck, so I have, like, multiple columns going. Yeah. And, um... Well, it should be even easier for you to filter. Well, yeah, but what happens is, like, I'll see, like, one full column is Jay Boosh. Yeah. And, and it's just like, yeah, uh, what else could I be reading in this column besides Jay Boosh? Who knows? Maybe if then, I unfollow him, then I'll be able to read all the other stuff instead of just Jay Boosh. But it's a separate column. You just don't look at that column. You can make. Why, infinite- why would I like kill a column just so that you, you can be an ass? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why would Chapin kill a column just so he can keep me on his feed while I'm just going off on all this stuff? Like, it doesn't how, make any sense. Well, how like, Chapin gonna know if you talk shit about him if he unfollows you? I guess Chris Lansdale would probably tell him. <laughs> Whoop. So, so yeah, I could see, I could see unfollowing somebody who is, yeah. uh, you know, just clogging your feet up. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, and um, like the other day, like this porn star Sarah J, who's doing like something crazy with another porn star because the Heat won the NBA championships or something. I guess. Um, she, she, like people, she, she's a reg, she's actually a kind of a cool regular person. Uh, she's not like a like like. I'm just saying for following her, it's not like, it's not like, like a lot of people have this misconception. Like if you follow a porn star, then you're just like watching porn on Twitter. I don't really understand where that comes from. Like just FYI, Twitter is not a video player. So, <laughs> just in case you didn't know that, just FYI. Okay? That's like me. You follow me on Twitter and then I talk about golf all the time. And then people are like, fucking golf. I thought this was a magic Twitter. And like, nope. It's not the magic Twitter. It's the golf Twitter. Suck on that. And I'm going to go over to the video porn Twitter. Derp, derp, um, so anyway, she was <laughs> doing this thing where she let all of her followers, she said, for the next 15 minutes, I'll answer every question that my followers ask me. And so she did like a Jonathan Medina where you, you kind of answer the question in a, in a format that where they can see that, like, I don't have to follow that person to see you answer them. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I almost unfollowed her. But then I was just like, oh, man, look at this. I take my finger on my iPhone, and I just go, scroll down, and all the tweets are gone. Sweet. Yeah, but that's only if you if, if it's Sweet. happening right there, you can't do that because it just keeps going. What are, you, are you the guy? Are you watching Twitter like a stock ticker? Yeah. You're like, you just sit at your desk and refresh, 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 refresh. I refresh is- Twitter all the time. I refresh probably like that, like you're doing, like refresh, refresh. Like, because what I'm doing at work requires me to wait small amounts of time in between everything I do. So, like, I'll be like, start a database copy, and then I'll be like, refresh Twitter. Oh, database (laughs) copy's done. 
Okay. Somebody just posted, it's kind of sad that the Avengers only came out two months ago and Marvel already showed up a Spider-Man movie. Did you see that? No? Refresh. No. Refresh. No, I don't, I don't refresh it when I'm on the cast, douche. Refresh. You have to be informed. So anyways. <laughs> so what was the best magic article you read this week? I didn't read any. Great. Next. No, not, not true. I read Tangent Dan's MTG Hero, and it was fucking awful in comparison to his other MTG heroes, and I told him so. But it was the best best article I read this week. Okay. Did you guys read the uh, the Kapora article? No. no. But apparently uh, Trick was all over it this week, saying it's like why he's one of the best writers in, ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, a, it was a well-written article. Props to that. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't get... So so the article's like this. Spoiler alert. You guys ready? The article is like a dual... Like a dual story. Like one story is like 10 years ago where he scumbags some kid out of a win in a junior Super Series uh, qualifier. So in the junior Super Series qualifier, he scumbags some kids by cheating... And removing one card instead of two cards to Psychotog. And basically he kills the kid and like wins the game. Okay. The other story is like ten years later, he's at a PTQ. Is that a true story? Yeah, these are I guess true stories. I don't know. Okay. So then ten years later he's at a PTQ, he's playing another kid, and then he accidentally scumbags the kid again, or scumbags another kid, right? On accident. So it's not really a scumbag, it's just a mistake. And then he goes back and tells the judge, hey, I made a mistake, and, you know, this kid deserves to win. But, like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, you went back and you, you know, you told the judge, and that's awesome. And it's just like, to me, it's like, that doesn't mean anything. All that means is that you didn't scumbag the kid, you know? Like, (laughs) it's just like, let's give this guy an award because he didn't shoot someone in the face this week. It's like, yeah, obviously, like, that's the obvious thing to do is, like, yeah. if you made a mistake is to tell the judge, you know? But people are, like, making a big deal that he told, and then they just don't say anything about the, the time he, 10 years ago, when he scumbagged this kid and was like, ah, scumbagged you, suck it. Suck it. Suck a 10-year-old. But it was, but it was really well written, so, mm-hmm. like, it definitely draws you in. Like, you're reading one section, and then he goes to the next one, and you're like, oh, dude, what happened? So then you read this section, and then you're like, oh, what's going to happen? And you're like back and forth. And then it's just kind of like, oh, okay, so you scumbag one kid, and then, you know, 10 years later, you had the good sense to go tell the judge this time. Like, let's get the slow clap going. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Scott? What was the best article you read? Um, so the best article I read wasn't actually an article. It was the, uh, Jerry versus Brad, uh, video of Jerry playing, um, mono black control versus, I guess Brad was on drugs, his mono blue wizards or whatever. I think that was this week. Anyways, the one where Jerry was playing mono black control and they were laughing about how absolutely fucking terrible Liliana is the new one in M13. Even in a mono black deck. Oh my god! Brand new information. Somebody phone. It was, somebody phone it was bank re- right now. 
No, no, but it was really good because they actually walked through, like, it took, like, ten minutes for them to talk through this situation where, well, I could play this or play this or play this or play this, but, like, all the lines of play surrounding Liliana did absolutely fucking nothing. It was really funny. Anyways, so it was good. So you guys should watch that. It was pretty good. All of you people with the heart on for Mono Black. <laughs> you people. It ain't me, babe. It ain't me. Uh, KYT? Did you read anything this week? I didn't read shit. So we can yeah. go shout outs. <laughs> all right. That's go. How, that's how I like it, KYT. Take charge, brother. Sh- do it. Shout outs it. to Boost Cube because I like how yeah. it annoys Medina. So all you commenters, <laughs> hashtag more Boost Cube, please. More. It has to beat more Medina this week. Um, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. So. If we get more, more booze cube, everybody that says more booze cube, okay, I will actually, like, we'll run off the cards, and when we get together, we will sign the cards and ship them to you. Whoa. What, what, which cards? The booze cube cards? Yeah, yeah. Maybe even we will fucking print them on custom foils. Hey, (laughs) hey, by the way, I ain't signing shit. Right. If it has the words booze cube related. Okay. <laughs> so JKYT and I'll sign them. <laughs> it all piss on them. There you go. Nobody uh, wants sh- your pee, man. Come on. <laughs> Shout outs to like all, all the people that I met, uh IGP Atlanta and all the all the pros that I met. I met Ollie and Trazi for the first time. He is a really cool guy. Um Shouts to Enemy Zero on Twitter, Sean Roden. He's guy's sweet, really sweet guy. Him and his wife actually took me out for a very late dinner, <laughs> uh, and it was on them. So really nice of them uh, for that. Shouts to Hawkeye Sup is on Twitter. He's um, one of the guys that were playing Werewolf. He's just like he was very drunk that night. And he just told me how much he loved the A-team, uh, even though that I was silent all the time. He just loves the fact that you guys troll me for it. So um, <laughs> shouts to him. And, uh, again, he's one of those guys that mentioned how, you know, it gets him through the Mondays. And I had a number of people tell me that, and I wish I remembered everyone, but, you know, I can't. Shout out to Mark Sun. Obviously, see you in Columbus. Shout out to JJ Flipped. Uh, probably see you in Columbus as well. Um, went to eat at a place called Mellow Mushroom, which is a pizza place. Sounds like you're the drug addict that fell asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if John knows if this is a chain or not, but it's probably in the top three of best pizza I've ever had. So if you guys live in the Atlanta area, definitely check that out. I think they have other locations. So, uh, Ben, Ben C wanted me to talk about um, give an anti-shout to his opponent in the top eight of a PTQ. His opponent started off the match saying he had no intention of going to PT Seattle. Oh, and- my God. Shut up. <laughs> Subsequently. Fuck Ben Clinton about this. My God. What a fucking whiner piece of shit. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> you just you just hate the turn of our fans. Just- so strongly. He's such a whiner. He whined because he got beat in a game of magic. Motherfucker wouldn't concede to him. <laughs> fuck off. Shut the fuck up. God damn it. 
<laughs> and he didn't even rub it in. He didn't have the sick rubbins either. He wasn't like, beat you, and I ain't even going. Suck on that, bitch. He didn't say that. He didn't say any of that. <laughs> Fuck. Um, Ben Clinton. Yeah, come back when you've fucking done something, bitch. <laughs> so, so much hate. Okay, Ben C, I love you, so... Okay. Finish your um, shout-out. You can finish your shout-out. I just wanted to hijack that for a minute. I Kanye okay, did that. Um, <laughs> actually, reminded end, end of day two, last round, um, there was two players playing next to me. One of them was X5. The other one was X41. And so the X41 had a chance to money, get 200 bucks, top 64. And so the X5 guy obviously is trying to, you know, can I get a split if I concede? Um, the X41 guy's like, I came to play, so I'll decline. And then the X5 guy totally crushes him 2-0 and so offers, like, you know, to to concede for some sort of split. And, you know, he was befuddled when his opponent declined. <laughs> well, so no money for either of them. Wow, so wait a second. The X5 guy crushed him. Right, 2-0. Like, he asked him multiple, he asked him after game one, and at the end of the <laughs> Well, and then, and so he crushed him, and then, and then oh he goes, okay, God. do you want me to concede to you? Yeah. And, and the guy goes, uh, no. Yeah, it's like, I don't, like, the typical, I don't know how I feel about this, like, seemed like he really didn't know what was going on. Like, I wouldn't say stupid, but, like, just. <laughs> you just did, bro. I just did. You're, <laughs> you're stupid. If you're listening to this, you're stupid. No, no. Um, so he <laughs> <laughs> wasn't locked for top 64, right, John? But it, money is better than no money. And I don't see why you would not. Well, I think at that point it's just embarrassing, right? He asked you like six times. And then finally you're like, after he beats you, he's like, so um, can I just, uh, you know, give this to you now? And you're probably like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you already said no, like, a number of times, you know. I don't want a hundred, like, split the 200, 100 each to, like, take it off our flights. I mean, I think, you know, you, I don't know why, unless you really care about the the game results being correct. I don't know. I don't know why you don't take the split there. <laughs> uh, I'm not calling them stupid. The but. point is, it doesn't matter why you don't take the split there. <laughs> the guy didn't take your split. Get the fuck out of here, you scrub. <laughs> and uh, my last anti-shoutouts is to... I don't know, Jay, you experienced this at GP Vancouver. Okay. When, it, like, you approach a pro to say hi. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I avoided this at this GP because, you know, it's happened to me before, so... Um, and I try to avoid this myself when people come up to me. It's where, like, you approach a pro, you say hi, they say a few words, then they turn back to their, like, clique, yeah. and they leave you there feeling like a barn. And it's Yeah, like, and you just kind of stand there, like, staring at their sweaty back. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, did they, do they not know how to end a conversation? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. And then what I, do you do, like, slink away? Yeah. Or, or, or do you tap them on the shoulder and be like, oh, actually, um, actually, I, uh, uh, I think you're really cool. <laughs> Like, yeah, what do you do there? It's so stupid. Uh, can I take your picture? Dick. Can I take your picture? Uh, oh, <laughs> Brian Kibler! 
So when people come up to me, I actually, and, and later in the day or later in the tournament, I, I do ask them like how, how, you know, well they've been doing. I, I like, I make sure I do that and not like when someone come up to me, I don't like just turn back to Alex and just talk to him for an hour while the other guy just stands there. So yeah, like, who did that? Who did that? No comment. Um, who did that? No, no. just say it, bro. <laughs> no, I, I avoided doing this. Uh, okay. The, what does uh, the name rhyme with? <laughs> Uh, rhyme it. Does it, it rhyme with? Uh... Is it Simon Bibbler? <laughs> no, no, I'm done. Um, is it? Is it Rowan? <laughs> Rowan? 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 Blurt? Blurt's well, a lot. Blurtwald. <laughs> I said hi. Well, I said hi to Owen at GP Orlando, and <laughs> Atlanta. I'm like, I hear him going up to you, right? Specifically to find you. He goes up to my team. We're, we're sitting together to borrow like reanimator cards, and I'm sitting there, doesn't notice me. Like, <laughs> so um, maybe he just didn't want to make you talk. You're like the ninja, silent ninja. <laughs> uh, but I didn't, I didn't approach pros because they, they're always in their own clique. I made it like a thing to not really uh, talk. It's called a clique, by the way, not a clique. No, it's uh, a clique. It's a clique, not a. No, clique. it's not a clique. It's a clique. It's not a click. It's even spelled different, you fucking barn. It's a click. <laughs> it's not a click. It's a, it's a click. It's, it's like a, your it, fucking ass. It's not a click. <laughs> it's a Vendillion click. Um, it, it's a click, 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 Vendillion click. I play that. Let's cube, Medina. No, Shout out to the booze cube. Last shout out to Brad, I'm going to butcher his last name, Dudiel. He Facebook chatted me like the night before how he really loves the show. And funnily enough, uh, one of the later rounds of day one, I faced him playing Merfolk and uh, sadly trounced him. Well, not sadly because I'm happy to win that game, but uh, it was really cool to meet him. And he's a huge fan of the show. So, and I'm done. More boost cube. <laughs> More boost cube. <laughs> yay. Yay. Go ahead. Okay, sure, sure. Uh, quick shout out to Jeremy Schofield. Uh, and people are giving him me shit for having Jeremy Schofield on the show because they think that it proves that Avison Restored is a skillless format. Oh, ouch, ouch. I think that's a I think that's a brutal beat. These people don't even have any fucking pro points. How many pro points does Jeremy Schofield have? Yeah, I might have to look that up. Might have to check in on that. While you're checking on your nun, on your nun skis. Okay? Check that out. So shout out to Jeremy Schofield. I think he did great. And how can you just take that away from the man? What have you ever done? Nothing. So shut the fuck up. Um, what else? We got a shout out to Bank with a K who's back and commenting like a madman. And I'm glad that he's back. That's excellent. I mean, he might have never gone away. I just never read the comments, but I've been trying to be pretty diligent with them. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to that. Um, shout out to Brian Gibbler. Um, shout out to Death and Stuff on Twitter, who, uh, said that we are his favorite podcast. Um, so shout out to you. Also, he says he's a workout enthusiast. I'm fat as shit. So maybe you could help me out with not being so fucking fat. Um, Anybody who puts workout enthusiast on their Twitter account? Oh, man. It's a little bit. Old man Medina. What do you think? Tell us about your backwards thinking ways. (laughs) (laughs) Old man Medina. I like this. I like this new persona. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Tangent. 
who uh, who gave me some props and uh, performed and, and used some of my super secret tech at the uh, Star City Games. I think it was Seattle, maybe? It was and, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. And did did fine. Like, he apologized for doing so badly, but he did fine. Like, I'm proud of him, and, I'm, and I think he did well, and I, I admire what he, you know, he just put it all out there. He didn't just, like, suck and then not ever talk about it. Like, he told everybody why he sucked and how he's trying to get better. So good for you. Um, shout out to the Booze Cube, because you're the best. Um, shout out. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to my friend Jameson, who, uh, for the first time in, like, forever, I played EDH last night, and uh, he lent me his mono black Micaeus deck, and I have to turn three, uh, turn three Gauntlet of Power into Shouldred, Micaeus, and Contamination for Infinite Griefing. So shout out to that guy for that. That was fun. Not for anybody else, but it was fun for me. Um, shout out to Wrong Way Go Back, Big Neil, hilarious guy. Uh, if you haven't seen the picture that he has put out of Star City Games homepage, I suggest that you contact him about that, and then I suggest that you prepare yourself to pee your pants laughing because it's quite good. Shout out to who else we got? Matt Mercier? <laughs> nah. Shout out to Jeff. Who? Oh man, do you guys remember when we talked about the the cat burglar deck? Like two episodes ago. <laughs> Crickets. Give me, give me a little bit more than that, Jay. Ah, I don't. Was it the remember. Medina deck? Yeah, it was like... And you we said talking, one of them was, was a cat burglar. It's so yeah, good. It was the episode that everybody hated because it was only Medina talking about only <laughs> them hero. And I, that's don't think, I, was, I don't think there was ever an episode that everyone hated where I was talking on it. Yeah, by, every, by everyone, he means him. Yeah. No, I mean, go read the comments. Obviously. Um, <laughs> and then we talked about renaming his deck and we were talking about get all the green guys and you just turn the sideways, attack, 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 attack. And then for some reason... Somebody made it funny, it might have been me, about calling it Cat Burglar, and everyone was like, yeah, Cat Burglar. Anyway, shout out to Jeff Woods, who built fucking Cat Burglar, and me and him have been emailing back and forth, talking about playtesting. We should do that some more, because I'm really bored at work. Anybody wants to email me constantly all day at work and have entertain me, that would be great. Um, yeah, that's it. Shout out to KYT for day twoing a legacy tournament. Thank you. Yeah. Shout out to Alex Hain, who didn't talk to me at GB Vancouver. You dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that's it that's pretty that's pretty shitty actually <laughs> yeah I, I thought it was i thought it was oh shout out to nina who just followed me back nina pass it on go ahead medina medina okay shout out to alex hayne for not talking to jay bush at gp vancouver <laughs> you're awesome <laughs> oh man Shout out to, um, here we go, Eric Olson, Jonathan Richard, Sean McClay, Tangent, Nikki Cortez, Jonathan Richmond again, Paul Carmatha, Trevor Holtness, uh, Matt Blades, his wife just gave birth to two boys. Oh, yeah. Sean Corb, Desperate Ravens on Twitter. Uh, David Mantle, shout out to him for being awesome. Um, Joseph Desarochers. Sorry, dude, but okay. butchered your name. Tom Moore. Nick K. Greg Copper Tablet on Twitter. Matthew Beverly. That's what? Maddie Studios on Twitter. James Hooper. Neil M. Sam oh. Davis. Patrick yeah. Warren. Corey Lagrange. Three to the face. Shout out to that guy. Yeah, that's a sweet name. 
Yeah, I love that name, dude. Stuart Kinnear, Sean Webster, Patrick Fish, Joshua Lemesh, Tangent, Ugh. and MTGO Hero. Already shouted out Tangent. I'm doing. I'm doing it on my own, bro. All right. Okay. Travis nice. Allen. Um. Nolan M. Wall, TJ Freeman, and Patrick Fish. You already shout showed. out to all of you guys. Wow. That's a lot of shout outs. You know, I, I wrote all mine down this week. I thought I had a lot, but that's insane. Well, I just asked people who wanted a shout out on my Twitter account, and all those people did. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Do you have any more? Oh, I do. Shout out no. to Corey Jude. No. And shout out to Corey's neighbor, Tiffany. Who hates us because we swear too fucking much. Plays <laughs> <laughs> our show well, really loud. He washes the car on his cul-de-sac and he opens all the doors and plays our show really loud. <laughs> Hi, Tiffany. That's funny. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. Hi. Fuck you. Just say swears. Swears are okay. They don't hurt anybody. It's fine. And like when you're when your husband's like raw dogging you, you don't. I know you say <laughs> harder. I know you say that. Say like, fuck me, and then you're swearing, and then you're no better than us. You shouldn't judge, man. Just let bleh, bleh. judge not, lest ye be judged. Medina can fill you in on that part. Maybe, <laughs> maybe right, now? Inter- right now, maybe should you- I do that? <laughs> not right now. Do not judge, lest you be judged. <laughs> and by the same measure that you judge, you will be judged. Thou be judgest. <laughs> Smoten. <laughs> Um, Corey, maybe introduce Tiffany to Blue's Cube. Listen her up a bit. Tiffany. I wasn't joking, man. I was preaching. Man? Oh. Scott can go now? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for permission. <laughs> oh, I'm, do- I'm done, man. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, so first and foremost, I need to give a shout out to Amos Claiborne, um, through Facebook. He apparently is a top commenter. Um, see you next Tuesday. Or see see you next week. That that's what it is, right? See you next week. <laughs> see you next week. No, he uh, he he trolled trolled me pretty large and uh, trolled us actually pretty large in the comments for this week's episode. So uh, I had to make sure we we give it to him good. Okay, shoutouts to uh, Heavy Metal on Twitter. Recently, uh, somebody I started following also has been booze cubing, um, but also is in like a kick-ass fucking metal band. Um, Apparently, and loves the show and listens to us all the time. So, shout out to that guy. Thanks so much. Keep rocking. Um, shout out to Big Head Joe uh, for his uh, straight edge uh, decision to start living that way about life and being a good sport about it because, you know, he took it well when I suggested that we celebrate his sobriety over a glass of champagne. But I'm bummed. Shout out to uh, Robot Large just, be- just because he's a really good fan. So he is. We'll, he is a good fan. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to shout out to Nina Cardboard Witch, um, and also which, as a result, then spawns a shout out to PV. And I'm not sure if PV actually oh, yeah. still listens to the show, but I tell you, he sure as fuck still follows me on Twitter. So PV, me too. You're the man. Yep. Yeah. So credit, credit, credit there, large. He actually had some really good arguments trying to convince Nina to play Modern. Yeah. I mean, I don't agree that she should be playing it. I think it's stupid, and I agreed with her 
But he, instead of just being like a normal retarded Twitter person, not, not that he's like that, but most people on Twitter are, is what I'm saying. He actually had some really great points and almost convinced me to play Modern. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So shout out to PB. And I really hope that he gets into the fucking Hall of Fame first shot with like a 95% Oh my plus. god, that would be so awesome if that happened. Yeah. So, because like more PB. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. would want him to be in. And you know what? When he gets voted into the Hall of Fame, we'll have him back on the show. How's that sound? Yeah. We can't really say that about Conley. Everybody's asking us when Conley's going to be back on. We can't really Conley? say when he's, no. when he's no. voted into the Hall of Fame. He played a pretty sweet uh, Rack of Miracles deck in his uh, Rogues Gallery this week. It was pretty good. I enjoyed watching it. What is Rack Oh, sorry. Uh, red, white, blue. Um, Shoutouts to the crew at Off Color Cast. Uh, so, you, you, like I said, you can catch those guys on MTG Cast. Worthwhile show. Uh, sort of like a show in our vein, but um, about Commander. So it's sweet. Uh, so it's Cassidy, Christian, and. Uh, Calvin, so you guys are, are it was awesome recording with you, so looking forward to putting that up uh, shout out, three way shout out so first goes to um, Josh Ravitz for winning a PTQ to get to Seattle with rug ramp uh, rug run ramp, whatever uh, basically it's like wolf run ramp with frost titans and prime titans and temporal mastery, it reminded me as close what as it possibly fuck? could, swear to Christ it's on, and here's where, here's where the shout out goes who's brewing these decks? here's the shout out to Mike Flores, because Mike Flores talked about it, because Ravitz is his personal friend on his top decks on the mothership this week, so the, wow. the, the deck list is there, Ravitz talks a little bit about what he would change and stuff and as a result of that then I see on uh, on Twitter that Mark's son, All Sons Don, is uh, actually was looking for, for four Temporal Masteries. And, of course, my number one instant snap call to him was, yeah, you're looking to play Rug Run, eh? <laughs> and he said, the deck actually looks pretty good. So shout out all around to those three because they're, uh, they're all in one. And, uh, and final shout out of the night goes to Revised Angel because um, she deserves it. Yes. So and that's it. Speaking of that, I'm actually yeah. wondering this. Was there no 20 tweets this week? There was. I didn't, yeah, there I was didn't one about it. Atlanta. There was. Oh. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, I'll have to go find that then. Yeah, I t- I'll tell you where you can find it. www.legitmtg.com. Do I need the W's? <laughs> you don't need them. <laughs> it's just a marketing ploy, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. All right. So if that's it, uh, is anyone pre-releasing this week? I, no, I might. I'm only doing it because like, my girlfriend said she wants the house to herself. Ugh. Yeah. All but right, I, well, uh, in that case, then uh, have fun, guys. Are you not? Fuck that. I don't... I don't even spend any money on this set. This is <laughs> fucking terrible. <laughs> Are you kidding <laughs> me? <laughs> You're not, you're not pre-releasing. Wow, that's really actually surprising that we all are considering like just not pre-releasing. Just like me. It's corset. Dude, oh, yeah. I'm going go to go get year, some somebody, somebody look this up. Maybe Kyle can give me a rewind on this. Last year, I'm sure we didn't not pre-release. I'm sure we didn't just quit. No, we didn't. Yeah. It's, the, the problem is, is that the set is fucking terrible. That's what I'm year. saying, yeah. Yeah, I'm there with you. Yeah, weird. And we all pre-released for Avacyn. Yeah, that was a big mistake. Filthy garage. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, with that, 
Have an excellent night. We'll see you later. Bye, see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. I want to be a butthole man. (laughs) 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 We can start anytime, you Joe. Okay. Yep, I'm ready whenever. Your mom. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 9. Testing, 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 hello, hello. Testicles. Testicles. Yep, yeah, it sounds better. Uh, Say my name three times fast, let's test it. Jonathan Medina, (laughs) Jonathan Medina, Jonathan Medina. You pronounce it right. John's just got a rager. (laughs) (laughs) What's a rager, Jay? A Phyrexian Rager. So it's a yeah, it's what you call your plague stinger. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, we're getting body on the toilet humor today. <laughs> okay, okay, let's get back on topic. Okay. This because if you're gonna start mocking John, we should probably put it on the show at least for Christ's sake. <laughs> Kyle, you edit that in. Edit that in. <laughs>